Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman. How life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Here we are again. It is Wednesday, so you know what that means. It's a brand new episode of Shift the Plan podcast where it is never too late to change the game. So remember, no matter how young or how old you are or what point you are in life, you can do whatever it is that you are determined to do. So today we'll be talking to Nicole Grant, aka Color Me Actress, and we'll be talking about all of the shifts that she's made in her life for her son, about her son, and for her love of the arts. So I want you to sit back and tune in and just, you know, be filled and motivated and inspired by her story. So if you are not already subscribed, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and share it with somebody. We definitely want you to go out here and get the word out to every woman, okay? Because this podcast is for every woman. So sit back and enjoy. Okay, so Nicole, Miss Color Me Actress Grant, thank you for joining me finally. Yeah. <laughs> on Shift the Plan podcast. So, like, this is kind of going to be more like us catching up after old times. Like, seriously. Yes, ma'am. So, just for our listeners, we go way back. I remember the first time that I saw you perform. At um, it was like a dinner theater, but it was so fun because when I tell you how many roles did you play that night, I think you were like two, three, four, <laughs> five characters. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I did. That was I probably, huh? I probably played probably about four or five roles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was the night that I met you, and that was the night that I was introduced into this whole you know, radio thing, okay? Because then shortly after that, I started doing Not the Single Girl, and you were one of my first guests on the show. Ain't that awesome? It is. It's like things come around full circle. That's dope stuff. It is. Because you had me in there crying and everything. <laughs> they don't even know, Rhonda. They don't even know. They Some do of of us the humble beginnings you know like we all kind of started in similar places but um never nevertheless we started right that's the that part right here so you already starting that hello hello Hello? (laughs) (laughs) that is it at least you started like we started doing something and for you like the whole premise of shift the plan is the fact that you know everyday women mothers you know wives whatever you are like we have a plan in motion but then life gives you different obstacles and then a shift happens and it's all about what you do in that shift you can buckle and fold or you could just soar and get hit the destination you're supposed to hit in the first place right and you definitely have soared over and over and over again. So it was so important for me to have you as a guest on Shift the Plan podcast. So today. So much. <laughs> Absolutely. You. Yes. you. That was a no brainer. I said, when I started having guests, I said, oh, I'm calling her. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling you. So the reason, what I really want to dig into for you, though, is that, you know, the shifts that you've had, like, from raising your son, like, before, you know, that even came into play, and then, you know, the decisions that you made as a mom with him, because, like I told you, uh, every time I see one of your posts, it's my son I love, because it's about him. You That's your why. You put him first and foremost all the time and you're still building a brand and it's like I'm like did she clone herself (laughs) (laughs) right 
So let's talk about, let's take it way, way back. Let's let them know a little bit about yourself and then, you know, kind of go into the beginning of your story. Oh, man. Woo. Let's see. <laughs> um, You know, acting on my life. I tell people I came out the womb acting up. <laughs> literally. That, that's the story. Um, you know, literally recognize that there was something in me that was beyond a nine to five. Mm-hmm. That was beyond, um, you know, a resume and, um, you know, my accolades as far as school and education and all that good stuff. Um, I remember sitting with a friend and I just said, you know, I, I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm an actress. Like that's who I am by, by, by nature, you know, so like spirit, like that's just who I am, the root mm-hmm. of me. And so it was a matter of branding something that I couldn't explain that mm-hmm. I knew was something big and something so great. And I literally was sitting there and came up with Color Me Actress in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, from there in 2009, branded the name um, Color Me Actress and uh, 2000 and uh, <laughs> girls, when you say go back. <laughs> Um, literally created a program around just my passion and, and my love for the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, from being an actress to seeing storylines and, be, and, and becoming a creator as far as a writer and seeing the bigger picture by being a director um, and being able to, in directing, um, being able to tell people where to go on stage and what I need from them and pull that out of them beyond what um, their resume says that they've been a part of, whether it's mm-hmm. David E. Tyler, Tyler Perry, whoever. Mm-hmm. But I took what, what I could see in a person and just pulled it out of them. Mm-hmm. And that's where acting up beyond the stage came from as far as my acting classes. Um, I saw the need to just really help people that have a love for acting understand what acting is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the art of it. And so I worked with uh, both adults and youth. And it's just been, I mean, it has definitely been a huge picture that I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still just kind of just, just walking through this thing. And um, that's a little bit about the brand, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as me. It's just, this is what I love to do. I just told somebody that today, I was like, there is no, there's no resume that can explain, you know, the, the things and, and the people that I've touched and the things that I've had the opportunity to do. You can put it on paper, but the experience, Rhonda, whoo, the experience is everything. Yeah. Everything. So that's it. That's a whole nother level right there, the experience. Because when you get to do something that you're that passionate about, like, it comes through in everything that you do. So it's like, yeah, and then the people that you touch. I saw a post just the other day of a father thanking you for how you impacted his daughter. Like, he was like, she knocked it out of the park, (laughs) you know, for her performance. And it was because of you. So it's like, you know, you teach you know, adults and youth, but just imagine like how how impactful you are to those children who are pursuing this and don't really know which direction to go, but you're helping them and you're giving them that direction. They're like, wait, I really can do this. Right. That's the most, you know, that's the most rewarding part about all of this. My son has been by my side since he was little, you know, in a car seat and mm-hmm. he used to shows and um you know just not just impacting other kids but this was actually something that helped keep me um gave me uh, an outlet with my emotions and my feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and so i was able to create the same outline remember you know homeschooling mm-hmm. so with homeschooling him i created it around the arts the name of our school was artsy learning academy See? so I took these things that help you to, um, you know, communicate in a form of, you know, being expressive, um, you know, whether you can step into another, another role 
another mm-hmm. really another situation. It's somebody else's um, viewpoint. Yeah. And sometimes all you got to do is be willing to step into someone else's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, kind of jumping from, you know, touching and helping other kids. But, for, but first and foremost, I had to help my own. Mm-hmm. I had to help myself. And um, I took the, the the gift and the passion and then I took the dysfunction because even with having a gift, you have to, you got to tame it. And mm-hmm. you got to understand that it's a gift um, that that you can't handle on your own and yeah. understand where that, where that source and, and power and all that good stuff comes from. Cause it's, 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 um, it's a huge responsibility to, mm-hmm. uh, to teach others. Huge. Cause you're teaching yourself too. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Look, I commend teachers in general because that's a huge responsibility like you have to be it has to be in you to be able to do something like that on that's a different level that I could never commit to but yes (laughs) but so with you deciding you know this is the direction I was going to go if we I'm going to use this gift that I know that I've known that I've had all of my life, and I'm going to use it as an outlet. What was that first moment where you were like, okay, I'm going to get on this stage, and I'm just going to go out here and be fearless and do it? Ooh. You know what? I, do you do you remember how families come together, and it's always, all right, Kiki, you better <laughs> show, them, show them that dance, Kiki. Yes. Show them. Yes. And, or you, uh, you know, you James, you better sing that song, sing that song the way they want you. You sing it. He can sing. Listen, listen. He finna sing. Why? So I was always that kid, you know, that just kind of was was on the outside fearless. Mm. Um, but on the inside, I was terrified. Really. Oh, oh man, let me tell you. Let me. <laughs> I don't even see fear as a part of you, ma'am. Mm-mm. Oh, listen, I do. I do. But my fear is my biggest motivation. Mm-hmm. And I take that fear and it and it and and I push myself to go out on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um I tell all the time. I, you know, yeah, I came up singing. But I, girl, somebody give me a song and a play. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I tell people fear is okay because fear is just recognizing that you want to do something well, right? You want to do it well, and that that you recognize that you you could potentially within your own strength mess it up. Mm-hmm. So I want to do it well, but I could also mess it up. Mm-hmm. So um. But then there's a part of you that says, you know what? This is my moment. This is my time. Mm-hmm. And can't nobody tell this story the way that I can. The, oh, and, see. And can't nobody sing this song the way. And nobody went through it the way that I did. Mm-hmm. If if it's, it's that relatable. and Or no one understands that journey the way that I understand that journey. Mm-hmm. So now I'm about to illustrate. And I'm going to do it the best way I know how. So that's, you know, that was my my moment of stardom. You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of one of those things where, um, you know, I can either walk in fear mm-hmm. and just sit around and tell people what I could have done, mm-hmm. or I can do it and say, I'm doing it. I've done it. And that's just what it is. You know, exactly. I think too many of us sit there and say, well, I can do this. I know how to do this. Well, what are you doing to execute it? Like, are you getting out there to do it? So, I mean, so what if you fail the first time? Keep doing it. You're going to get better at it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm so glad that you said that part. So as a kid, you did that. But once you like left school, like graduated from high school and stuff, did you go right into saying, I'm going to start, keep doing this? Or did you go like, I'm still going to get a job or I'm going to go away to college? Like, what was that like? 
You know what? I tried normality and I still I still juggled it, to be honest with you. You know, we have the practical sides of our lives and things that we need and, and things that we need to do. And um, I'm a, I, ever since I was a little girl, this is the color me actress quote. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to be about my business. Ever since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to be about my business. And that's real. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, I was drawn to business. I was drawn to companies and 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 how they, you know, their stardom mm-hmm. and how they built their industry and their, uh, you know, how they created their handbook and their policies and processes and procedures. Um, and so the operational sides and the and the management side of me and the business side of me, I still long for that. I'm still hungry for that. I'm still doing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I have the color me actress side and I'm like, huh, like, <laughs> so, it's like, you know, when I came, when I was, you know, uh, I still was going to school. So mm-hmm. I graduated high school and, you know, life for me was really different. Um, it was really hard because I had no choice but to really dive into being a mother mm-hmm. um, 18 17, 18. And um, I really had to really jump into making some real decisions because I chose not to go back off to school. Mm-hmm. I had to stay home and raise my child. Mm-hmm. And so there, it was like, okay, God, you finna take me on a journey. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up. I, and and it, was, it was a journey that, that when people see the blessings and when people see a well put together person quote unquote mm-hmm. a lot of times I say man I just I sit back and shake my head because if they knew what it was like to fight depression if they knew what it was like to have to lose someone that you love that you expect mm-hmm. to have every day um from my son's father to my father um if people you know, if people really understood and, and, and people lose people, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and some people, other people have kids early and, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people don't have a car and, and all the, and, and, and live in poverty, but I can only tell my story right. and I can only walk it out for me mm-hmm. and estimate for, for how I had to walk it out. And so it was tough. And um, the cards that were dealt was was definitely unexpected. I don't think people wake up to say, hmm, you know what, God, it's okay. Take my dad today. You know, hmm. right. You, you know, God, I got my son. You know, go ahead and, you know, when I realized I was going to raise a, a young man by myself and he wouldn't have a father to consult with, mm-hmm. self, you know, it's, what's the name of your show, Rhonda? Shift the Plan. You had to shift the plan. Because if it was up to me, I'd be playing volleyball and, 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 you know, doing some plays here and there. But, you know, um, this was, this was my assignment. Mm -hmm. This was my assignment. So. And that's that part right there. I think that sometimes we look at it like, why are these the cards I've been dealt? You know, why is this happening to me? But when you take the outlook that you have, on everything that happens in your life whether it's good or bad like this is what was supposed to be for me because there's something I'm supposed to do out of this so with your son you know I've noticed that you've always made sure and we talk a lot about community on the show you have such a community for him so it's like you know it's gonna be okay there are going to be some very strong male figures in his life that's going to help you with this journey. And so he's so freaking active in everything. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) I told people, you know, there is no, there is no, there's no book to this. Okay. At all. You know, I so respect people that have raised multiple kids and I so respect people that have wholesome households. I respectfully say (laughs) (laughs) that I have had to really um, get to a point where there is no need for conversation. Mm -hmm. Pick up what I'm putting down. Mm -hmm. So 
I have gotten to the point where there's a lot of conversation that's not necessary. Yeah. Um, at one point in time, I was pulling on everybody for answers and opinions. Mm-hmm. And, and where should I go? And he's doing this and he needs this. Oh my gosh. And I was pulling everywhere. And, and the more I was reaching and looking to, you know, grab a hold of something, I'm falling. It, it, you know, like, I'm just like literally falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I see all these people that I, that when I reach, they should be grabbing, you know, they should be reaching to and grabbing my hand mm-hmm. and I should still be falling, but I'm still falling. So after a while, what you realize is it's, it's called soft noise. Mm-hmm. And and they're irrelevant. Their their opinion is irrelevant. Their their um what I thought that I needed was more of a distraction. Mm-hmm. And yes, I feel you on that. Yeah. When I took the focus off of what people were telling me my son needed, and when I put the focus on he's from my womb. Mm-hmm. That's bloodline. Yeah. And I know him because I gave birth to him. Yeah. How about, you know, God, if you took his dad, then apparently you want to have a lot of meetings with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like that. <laughs> apparently you want to talk to me a lot. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so so apparently, you know, this is a conference for two. Mm -hmm. Okay, three, if you want to talk to the Holy Spirit, but you know, hey, hello. So we're we're on a conference call here, and um, you've dis, you know, there there are no other lines available. So it took me a long time to get to that, and he was worse when I had too many people involved. Sometimes you got to get back to the basics. Yeah. Um, and I started a parent support group to kind of help them understand that sometimes we're, we, we think, we're thinking that we're helping, but we're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think we're helping, but we're, miss, we're, we're missing the point. Yeah. So giving, 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 giving. And it's this, you know, it's, it's a simple um, thing that we're missing. Right. And so, yeah, I, you know, it's not easy. And um, that's a cliche thing to say, I know, but at the end of the day, I had to get to a point where I just literally, I stopped, I stopped fighting against, you know, and leaning to it on my own understanding and literally just had to sit back and just like literally walk through, walk, walk my, walk this thing out like fully. So yeah, I think it's natural for us to probably be like, well, I need help, so let me ask. This, this person should know because they, they've been there. But everybody's situation is totally different. Every answer doesn't fit every situation for every person. So it, it, it was good that, you know, you recognize, like, wait a minute, let me pull it back. <laughs> because I know this is my child. Mm-hmm. I know him. So what made you decide to say, okay, I'm going to homeschool him because you've homeschooled him for a minute, right? On and off. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Okay. Um, I had to take my child back. So there, there's the, the, the noise and all of that and all of them kind of go hand in hand. But as a school system, um, there's certain kids that need certain things. And when you recognize that the if you recognize that there is a need for your child, there's no cook, cookie cutter, you know, for everybody. You know, everybody, well, I did I did uh, public school and he should be able to do public school. But girl, you better put that boy in public school. Well, it didn't work for mine. Mm-hmm. It didn't. And we went through so much, like real talk. There's nothing that we, I'm talking about, we done been through it all to the point where in my parent support group, I can touch a multitude of families and kids Mm. because I walked it out, Mm -hmm. walked it out. And, and these are things that, you know, there's some projects that I'm working on. 
So we'll talk about that probably towards the end. But yes. there's some things that um for real, like legit, um it's real out there. And the more that we ignore the things that our families are going through as a culture of people, mm-hmm. the more that we try to make our kids be exactly who we were and, mm. and th- things are di- I look I graduated with 03 stuff is totally different totally different different I'm 33 years old and I have a 14 year old son and Christmas Eve he'll be 15 hello somebody <laughs> girl those stuff teenage years stuff is different so for me I literally had to take back my child from a system that was was setting him up for failure Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, the school system, the public school system. Yeah. I, I just told my daughter the other day. I told her, I said, I wish that we had uh, gone a different route when it came to your education, because mm-hmm. I don't think that this has served you the best way, the best way possible. So we'll definitely put your link in the show notes, the information for your support group, because I know there, pro- like you said, there's no rule book for this. We don't know from one day to the next what we should do, but when you have a community of individuals who are going through this with you, it's like, okay, so this might not be a bad idea, you know? So yeah, I definitely will link that information in the show notes. So when you decided to say, okay, he's at this place, I'm going to let him go ahead and go back to school. Was that a a shift that was difficult for you? Or you just, like you said, you knew your son. So I put him, so I homeschooled him, took him, took him out of school sixth grade uh, after first quarter. Mm -hmm. And um, when I put him back in school, I didn't, it, it, it was on time, but it was the wrong opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, school that didn't have athletics it was a christian school and that's all cute and that's sweet and all of that Mm -hmm. and um you can you can know god on surface and you can and you can really do a disservice to kids Mm -hmm. with a um with a systemic uh system racism in a school a christian school um a uh, very judgmental atmosphere, uh, a very, um, <laughs> it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I never really felt comfortable, but I did it because of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And what I promised myself was if you took them out one time, you you knew what your options were and you knew what your power was at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. You t- again if it don't work yeah what I did and I altered my whole life around my child because middle school had me tossing and turning at night and mentally it was one of those things where this is it like this middle school this is this is where we got to get we got to get things right Mm -hmm. the this this last time since he's been back in school I I'm so thankful he's so happy He's doing so well, A's and B's. Oh, it's he, awesome. Not only is he playing ball, um, he's he, we reclassed him, so he's in the eighth grade, but not only is he playing middle school ball, but he's playing on the varsity team. He's playing mm-hmm. Chris Paul's Nike travel team, playing oh, wow. CP3, um, played in the championship game and, game and played LeBron James' son um, this past summer. So when I say the sky is the limit, uh, opportunities and trainers and just people that have been a true blessing to us. And, and, you know, I just, I look back and I say sometimes why, but then I look at now and I'm like, okay, God. So that's what you said. <laughs> so you just wanted me to be up all night, huh? You just, you just wanted me crying and stuff. No. Okay. Well, we made it. <laughs> you know, and we still dealing with, you know, it's 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 a it's still a process, but nonetheless, I'm I'm thankful for his growth. Yeah. So. It's evident, it's very evident. So like you mentioned that you completely changed your schedule and everything. 
for him, is that what catapulted you to do more with your brand? Because, you know, employers are not always so willing <laughs> to, you know, let you make adjustments. But was that what made you like, okay, I, this needs to be a thing full time that I need to try to get full time? So, um, yeah and no. Mm-hmm. The brand the brand is me. Um, mm-hmm. the brand is bigger bigger picture for sure. Um, mm-hmm. so my my mother my grandmother was an entrepreneur. My mother is an entrepreneur. My two two sisters entrepreneurs. Um, we some we some we some we some bad chicks. You know, honey, it's in the bloodline. <laughs> so like for me. Remember, I told you, I just that 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 business part of of life, just kind of being a go getter and understanding um, structure and and looking at something and just saying, okay, how do we fix this and mm-hmm. how do we produce from this? Like that's that's my drive. That's another part of me and my passion. Mm-hmm. So my son, it really pushed me to do more with that and really put put it in its right place. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm this plan together um put those t-shirts you know go ahead and produce those t-shirts go ahead and put your flyers together your business card your your color think your logo you know go ahead and do those things because at some point you're not gonna have to say hey I have openings in my class you're gonna have a waiting list and here it is 2000 and and, and 18 almost 19 I have a waiting list Oh wow! Look at that right now. So that's that that's that's where it came from. So of course, him, you know, the brand it fits, and 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 having the opportunity to um to really open up the eyes of our youth through Mm -hmm. illustration, through the arts, through theater, um, reenactments, to looking at my son and recognizing that he needed me more. Mm. Same thing that I was doing for my church and for the youth groups and for other kids that were attracted to me. You know, I look back and I'm like, why can't I reach my own? Mm. And when to that point, everything has to stop. Mm -hmm. Dating has to stop. Hello, somebody. Listen, and I don't say this because I played it perfect. I say it because I learned the hard way through it mm-hmm. and I, because I made mistakes and I say it because I learned from some of those mistakes. Um, and so that's how I'm able to talk like this because mm-hmm. I, my, I'm walking out my journey. So. Hey, that's going to have to be a whole nother show topic that we get off. <laughs> you know, how do you... <laughs> Because that's a a difficult task. I don't think I always did that perfectly either, but that's a difficult task. That's going to have to be a whole other show that we do (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to that part. But yeah, so let's talk about Color Me Actress and Acting Up. So you have, you say, okay, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to create this logo. I'm going to get these business cards. I'm going to do these t-shirts. When did the doors open for like your first class? How did you shift from it being a thought to actually putting it into action? So I was teaching, uh, actually, I was doing the plays and all of that at my, um, at my church. Okay. And so, um, I was doing it at my church and, um, I remember, and, and my pastor passed away uh, rest in peace, Henry Williams at, from New Zion Missionary Baptist Church, a phenomenal man of God. Um, and I remember sitting in his office and I remember, you know, after doing the plays for three, four, five years, somewhere in there. And, um, you know, I was like, you know, pastor, there's so much more that I want to do. And he said, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to structure yourself as a, as, as a business. Mm-hmm. You have to present that to the church. And I thought about that thing. I said, well, wow. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. So just present that to the church. Okay. And so I was already teaching. I was already doing it. And, um, you know, I was scared because when I lo- really launched my brand, it was not in the four walls of church. 
Matter of fact, I had totally removed that part of me from the church. Now I would still do the plays, but I had started, I launched acting up beyond the stage at the Wallace Pruitt uh, Recreation Center. Mm, okay. So it, it was, it was actually kind of scary. I was dealing with neighborhood kids mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, I said, well, Nicole, if you can, if you can work with the kids at church, what's wrong with the neighborhood kids? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why we can't, why we can't do nothing with the neighborhood kids? <laughs> <laughs> so I go there and some of them, you know, some had, I had some kids that had speech impediments. I had some kids that had, uh, that were on medication, ADHD, um, behavioral problems. Um, some sexual issues and and just a multitude of things and I'm like oh my goodness like what am I walking into but I was reminded you were dealing with other kids just like these but it was covered up Mm -hmm. so you knew them on the surface now I want you to go out And I want you to get your hands a little bit dirty. And now I'm going to show you some other things. And it was very scary because it's one thing to recognize that kids are going through something on surface. It's another thing to really know what they're going through. It's another thing to work with them. And it's a whole nother thing to see the result of you you being obedient and work and giving them an opportunity or a chance of something that they've never seen before. Oh, wow. The most rewarding thing I think I've ever done in my life to the point where honestly, Rhonda, I don't really talk about it. I will tell you this. Probably three people have paid me in the startup of, 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 of my classes, maybe three. I taught all of them for free. And that's what a lot of people don't know. You had a much, much, much greater assignment. And, and, and it's like a lot of times when people go into business, they don't they don't know their purpose. And it was like it came to you like, boom, this is what I set you up for. This moment right here is what all of the other work was for is so I can set you up for this moment. And now you can be of service to these children who probably would not have had this outlet any other in, in any other situation. Right. Yep. That is so so awesome because it 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 speaks to who you are naturally. Like you are. <laughs> that's just you. Like it. Nobody can. I don't think people could ever look at you and be like, "Oh no, she's selfish." No, that's not you at all. Sometimes I wish I was a little bit more, honestly. But uh, I care, you know, like I, I do. Yes, you have a huge heart. So now, what? What are you're in year two or three with acting up? I am. This is. Oh, wow. We are going on year three. Mm-hmm. We're going on year three. So uh, this is my. This is my fourth. I have two groups now. So this is my fourth group okay. as a whole when I say group. But um, I have a private class and then I have uh, a group that I'm teaching uh, in preparation for their Christmas program. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, writing, you know, getting booked for. So, yeah, year three. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Cause you started off with just, you know, working with children. What made you make the decision to add on the adult classes? Um, I have so many people that I have learned that were mentors to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned so much from them. So there were times where even with teaching my kids, I had guests and people that taught me, I had them come in because, you know, respectfully, um, we all learn from somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we don't often talk about it all the time. You know, my mother, very influential in my life. Um, my dad, my grandmother, um, my, my my godmother. And uh, we don't always give credit when credit is due. But so what I did was there were a lot of my, 
Um, you know, when I had my radio show, uh, Graham Williams and Eric Goodwin, those were my right hand um, guys right there and have really done a lot with me in my acting career. And it just made sense to bring them in. And then, you know, there's others that I've worked with and done stuff with. And there were some um, some actors that didn't have anyone work with them when they were younger. And so there's some things that they want to do. And so it was like, you know what, let's make a night of this. Let's make a day of this. Let's make a couple hours of this. And let's, 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 um, let's escape for, <laughs> for, for, mm-hmm. for a couple. And so um, there were a lot of adults that just really needed that outlet too. You know, we work, we, we lose sight of our passion and dreams and goals working a nine to five and running around with the kids or the husband um, and family that we forget ourselves sometimes. And so it began to be an outlet for the adults as well. So. Yes. Those two gentlemen are uh, very good at their craft as well. Both just as equally talented and hilarious as you are. (laughs) They are. They are. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can still laugh from the beginning of the to the end from that very first performance that I saw you guys in. Oh my, y'all are all very hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I can say we enjoy each other. We do. Yes. So now you are moving into the whole production field. Like you're producing your own. So how did that come into play? I was ready to tell my perspective of of different things. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to I wanted to share, you know, my viewpoint. And I I honestly Rhonda, I enjoyed so much being with 3M Productions and, 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 and some of these other uh, groups that I was a part of and had um, the Dinner Theater and um, P31 Productions. And, you know, all of that was phenomenal. And I, you know, kudos to them as well. And, and big thanks to them for the, for the parts that I was given and scripts that I had the opportunity to read through and stuff like that. Uh, it helped teach me. You know, I learned from everything that I was a part of. And naturally, I took my rightful place. Um, actually, I've been writing since I was a kid, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had a big imagination. And so, you know, you see the storyline, you go from playing the roles to really, you know, envisioning it to, okay, let me tell this story about this character. And um, that's kind of, that's really how it came to, to, to play, you know, it was one of those things where I want to, I kind of want to tell it from this perspective. Okay. What about this character? And Ooh, what if this happened? Mm-hmm. And what if he had said that? Ooh. And, and <laughs> you know, it goes from kind of telling what that person thought to telling how, um, how the story should end or how the story should begin. So that's that's really it. Just took my rightful place, honestly. Wow. So what project are you working on right now? If you can share. <laughs> oh, yay. Okay, so currently filming right now with Legacy Theater Productions, Miss Kenya Pfeiffer, phenomenal, phenomenal writer and director and actress. Um, good friend of mine. We met about a year and a half ago and um literally just wanted to just work with her and do some things with her uh, to, you know, strangers that just connected. And um, she said, Hey, I'm putting this together. And it turned, it it started off one thing and has grown and blossomed into something else. So we are currently filming right now and it's a 2019 project. Um, I have with my private group, uh, it's a school group, actually, they have a April that we are preparing for Mm. yep so then we have the other group with the Christmas um production and I literally Rhonda and and Lord I know if I say this I know I got to follow through now (laughs) I'm literally working on two and a half projects personally to launch so you are a very busy lady I am 
But busy, it's a good busy, so that's okay. It's a it's a productive busy. Yes, that's the word productive because we can be busy and not be doing nothing, but <laughs> you are being productive. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I have to hold myself accountable sometimes. Um, you know, for with the with, with a big vision and dream comes productivity. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I definitely have to hold myself accountable and I have great friends that uh, help hold me accountable because it, it produces opportunities for other people. Hello, somebody. There you go. Right there. Yeah. I say that all the time. Like you have to take yourself out of it because know that when you're doing something, it's not necessarily for you all the time. It's for the next person. So, yes, you are definitely creating opportunities for other people. Yep, for sure. So now we're going to move into our time capsule round. And this is, you know how back in the day there used to be time capsules where you put the best of the best in there so people can come and discover it and learn from it. So that's what we're going to do right now with this segment. Okay. <laughs> the I, first, like, huh? I love that. <laughs> so the first question, what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. Sing that song. Oh, that's it. You said that very boldly. Sing, Sing that, song. that song. It was too many people that told me what I couldn't do when I was younger. And I stopped doing it um, in lieu of what I was told I couldn't do. Honestly, seriously. I'm just sing. And when I say that song, write that, write that script, write that book. Mm. Um, ride that roller coaster. <laughs> go <laughs> travel the world. Go, go. If you get that opportunity, go and do it. So that encompasses a lot. But yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. I love that. Sing that song. That that right there was a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> number number two. What keeps you sane throughout this journey? I think what keeps me sane is recognizing that there was a time where there could have been an ending a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It could have it could have ended a long time ago, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so cliche, but for real, for real, who am I? Who am I? And, and the way that blessings fall and continue to work in favor of when I don't deserve, it just helps me recognize that there's a bigger picture here and it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Now, see, we said, I said I wasn't going to cry on this time, oh. this go around. Okay. So, so <laughs> like you had me with, we didn't, we didn't have some heavy conversations today. <laughs> It's the truth. It it's is. The- it is the God honest truth. So yeah. Um, number three, what tools have helped you the most? So that could be anything like a process, an app, a book, anything. Oof. I think the tools that have helped me the most. My biggest tool is my son. Mm. And that sounds probably crazy, but I tell people all the time that he saved me. Um, a lot, there, there's a lot of decisions and choices that I made differently just because of him. Mm-hmm. And I know that may not, he may not seem like a tool per se, but he is definitely, I would say, he is that connecting piece for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a lot to do with why I I got it together. Mm. Why I started to make the better decision and, and, and unselfishly began to recognize how to put someone first and become more humble. Um, so I think being a mom, and, and I get hopefully that answers your question, but just being a mom. Um, yeah has been has been the biggest thing and, and the biggest 
key factor in my life, honestly. Yeah, I think that that was a different type of an answer that resonated a whole lot more. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I thank you for that particular response because we don't even think about it like that sometimes. So, yeah, right. that was awesome. Um, number four, if you could pass the torch to the next entrepreneur, the next go-getter, the person who is going under the radar that people should know about, who would that be? Oh, you know, Rhonda, I am going to say to you Me? that, listen, <laughs> I'm going to say this to you and I, and I'm going to, I have another, I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to say three ladies. Okay. Okay. That's fine. There's you. There's Rhonda. Miss Rhonda. I have a friend of mine, a great friend of mine, Tamiria Smith and Miss Kenya Pfeiffer. Um, all three of you ladies, I knew that I would work with and I would do great things with. And I remember, like you, like you mentioned, when we first interviewed and you had me on your show, and I remember it was it was not the single girl. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, darn, why is her show not the single girl? Girl, you was not playing. You are not. <laughs> a single girl you are okay (laughs) you spoke that thing and you claimed that thing and when I saw you you got married and every I mean years later you get married and and you have a family and it's like wow like she spoke those things Miss Kenya you know the, the her her um putting you know a web series together and then developing into much much more than what she'd intended it to be and continuing to to build her craft and and underrated most of the time. And Tamiria Smith, a, a phenomenal and dynamic um, woman, like as an actress, and she's written a book and I inspire to do those things. And so when you say pass the torch, these women, they, they already, you, you guys already have it. And I so bad want to see you continue to do great things. I really, really do continue to push this show. I don't care how many followers, viewers, listeners, whatever it is that you have, continue to do that. I was watching Wendy Williams the other day and um, who was the lady married to, to, to Mike Tyson? Oh, Robin. Robin Givens. Robin Givens. Those two knew each other. Robin Givens was, the pl- was supposed to play Wendy Williams. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I, I looked at that and they've known each other for years. She says, I consider her a friend of mine, but they don't even often, you know, talk, but it's something, it's, it's a respect. It's a love. It's a, it's a, it's a, a woman empowerment moment mm-hmm. for to continue to reach out to each other, even years later and know that we can confidently say, okay, you know what? That girl right there, I knew her when. Mm-hmm. And I knew her then, and I know her now. And I want to, just like I celebrated her then, I'm a celebrator now. And that's a rewarding thing. So I I would pass the torch to you ladies for you guys to continue to do great things because it's it's some young ladies waiting. And I have some young ones too with so many of you guys, just great people. Um, But hopefully that answers your question. It absolutely does. It was so... Girl, now, <laughs> you literally brought a tear to my eye because this platform, like, I've been in this space before, but it was because somebody challenged me to take a look at my life and what that meant in three words. And wow. that's where Shift the Plan came from. And I'm like, I know it's so many other women whether it be in business, in motherhood, in marriage, and what just mental stability. Like, we've had moments where we've had to make shifts in our lives, and some make it and some don't. Right. That's right. Some can't handle the shift and just do not make it. And so we have to be there for one another to say, it's okay. 
this will this you'll get past this and you will come out even more triumphant than you were before right so yes that was i greatly appreciate it and i will definitely make sure that you give me those two young ladies contacts because i want to make sure i link them in the show notes so people can know about them so they can connect with them yes 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 always yes ma'am okay oh lord i didn't even think i'll make it to this fifth question <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and so number five, the last question. Um, what are you most thankful for throughout your, your journey thus far? I'm thankful for the opportunity to make some corrections. Mm. I'm thankful for the opportunity to um, be able to learn and look at look at life from different perspectives. Because you know, what happens is we're given opportunities to uh, to walk it out again. You know, they call it deja vu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're given opportunities and we'll say, you know, if, I, if, if that was me or, you know, I remember going through that. Well, how did you handle it the next time you went through? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm most thankful for God trusting me to raise my son, even with knowing the amount of error and mistakes that I would, that I would make, that I did make with, with knowing that I was scared with knowing that, you know, there were times where, um, I didn't even trust myself, but he still saw fit to use me. Um, I know we're going to have another show because we're going to have to talk about love at some point. But yeah, girl, yes, we're gonna have to have a whole no- you know what? I'm gonna invite you back onto one of my solo episodes where you know we, we just talking about other stuff. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, I'll give you a little teaser. I say I say I want that Oprah Stedman. Okay, that Oprah Stedman. There you but go. That- it works. It works. <laughs> That's a whole nother, but um, I'm most I'm most thankful for you know just just having the opportunity to to walk this thing out and um and and make my corrections and and just you know be accepting of of every ounce of who I am it, it, good bad and different um error um and all so mm. girl you have really filled my heart up this evening like. It, it makes me want to go and hug my husband a little tight. <laughs> my kids a little tighter. Like, go. Whew, goodness. It, it's just a reminder that, you know, life is too short. Like you said, sing that song. You know, if, if anybody, whoever's listening to, you know, to this episode, if you don't get anything out of it, remember to sing that song because life is just far too short right I just talked too short well I definitely appreciate you coming on you know who I knew this was gonna be a good with the amount of issues we had getting on <laughs> I knew this was gonna be good <laughs> that's why I said we gotta get this done tonight right tonight it's getting done so <laughs> Um, I thank you for coming on and you know you are always welcome back we will definitely have another episode where me and you are just chatting about you know other things Um, and so you know I will link all of your information in the show notes so people can connect with you oh and definitely just tell them how they can find you your website where you at on social media yes you know what I am uh, you can go to the website and that's colormeactress.com, C-O-L-O-R-M-E, actress, A-C-T-R-E-S-S.com. Oh, man, you can go to acting up, well, acting up beyond the stage is the acting class. You can register for that class if you have a group, uh, birthdays, hosting events, all the above. Uh, Color Me Actress would definitely love to be a part. So um, phone number and all that good stuff is on the website and email is cmactress at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out any of those ways. Of course, there's Instagram, Twitter, uh, and YouTube. You can see some of the clips that we've 
that we've done with the, with the youth and uh, the adults as well. Um, and some testimonials on, on our YouTube. Uh, so Color Me Actress Everything. And then, um, of course, acting underscore Color Me Actress on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story, being so transparent, you know, because I'm certain that it will definitely touch another mother, a woman who was raising the son. And, you know, like you said, we don't we don't know from day to day, but we make it, you know. So I appreciate you sharing your story with us and my listeners. And you guys are listening to another episode of Shift the Plan, where it is never too late to change the game you guys have a great one